Welcome to the second show of the Mindset Matters Talk Show. Here we are, Friday, same time, same place, and talking about everything around mental health and well-being. So firstly, I would like to thank my sponsors for this month, uh, Musa Abdul, owner and director of Imperial Real Estate Group. Um, they're all about um, services for the property, commercial repairs, sanitization services, and everything that brings a unique service to you. Uh, they go by integrity, respect, and excellence. So if you want to find out more about them, how they can serve you, visit Imperial RE Group. Dot com. And, of course, we've got my second sponsor, Sandra DeMonte, founder and director of Mindberry. Now, they are a uh, platform that it's really it's completely focused on mental health and well-being. They uh, help you to thrive at work and in your relationships, personally and professionally. So if you would love to know more about Mindberry and how they can serve you with your mental health, life coaching and executive coaching, visit Mindberry hyphen, sorry, mind-berry.com forward slash home so as we as you know every week we have expert guests coming on to the show sharing their personal experiences about mental health and um, you know if you want to be part of the show do tweet in your comments or shout outs anything that you want to share with us at zenat underscore narani and that's z-e-e-n-a-t underscore n Double O R A N I and hashtag MSM Radio Talks. So this week we have the lovely Mark Brown from SMB Records Management. Hello, Mark. Good morning, Zenet. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me along. You're most welcome. And uh, you're going to be sharing uh, your story a bit later on, aren't you? Yes, we are going to go through a, a few things that I've uh, gone through in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact you called me an expert. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. We'll, well, you are. Out. You're an expert in your own journey, aren't you? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I mean, full of experience of uh, things that have gone on. So, um, hopefully, uh, we can uh, help others understand the situations. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, I know about your story, so and it is inspiring. And I think it's very much needed for, um, for people to start voicing things um, about their personal journeys to inspire. I mean, what was your reason that you agreed to come on my radio show? Uh, really just to um, give everyone an insight of what I've been through and hopefully able to help those recognise um, something that might be going on in their lives or mm. something that's going on in someone else's life. So hopefully, you know, we can help someone out there. Yeah, so stick around. Um, we will hear from Mark a bit, uh, a bit later on after the break. So do tune in for that. 
So as you know, just a little bit about if you're new listeners out there, um, I kind of just want to tell you a little bit about myself because I'm not just a radio presenter. I also run my own coaching and therapy business called Vida de la Mariposa, which means life of a butterfly. So it's all about enabling my clients to have positive transformations in their personal life and business. Um, I'm also, you know, a certified health um Oh, sorry, a certified mental health first aider. I can't find my words this morning. I think it's one of those days. Uh, a performance life coach, NLP practitioner, EFT, mindfulness, kinetic shift, and rapid hypno- hypnotist. No. I might have you take over the show today because I'm really, I've, as Sarah um, says, she's got worms when she can't get her uh, words out worms, worms in her mouth well, I, don't, I don't know how that one works but yes where did she get that saying from worms in her mouth yeah worms um you know when you can't get your words out i think uh, yeah. i'll have to ask her about that tongue one. twisted bit of a tongue twisting yes yeah. so yes if you want to find out more about me and my services then do visit my website at www.zenatnarani.com lovely great so this month we're talking about light at the end of the tunnel and it's all about thinking, you know, we've been through a tough time, haven't we? We have. We have. And there's always, if you look hard enough and get the help you need, you'll find that light. Yeah. And ha- how has it been for you during this lockdown, Mark? How have you found it? Um, it's, it's not been too bad. I'm, I mean, I'm in a better place than I was uh, a few years back um, mm. mentally. Um, I just, I'm in a more of a relaxed environment, you know, so... Um, work-wise for the company obviously that that plummeted at the beginning of the lockdown mm. <clears throat> but we managed to stay um, just about stay afloat at the moment and it's slowly coming back so you know looking looking ahead I can only see good things happening yeah um, so but yes yeah, I said mentally for me um, running my own business now um, and it's a family business so I've got my brother next to me on site uh, you know we spend more time more mm. family time, I suppose. Um, we walk the dogs in the afternoon. It's a bit relaxing. Yeah. Um, we we don't. I don't work anywhere near the amount of hours I used to put in. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, great for me. Great for my family, really. I'm in a in a better mood, shall I say? In a better mood. That's mm. always a positive thing. That's always mm. great to be in a better mood. Yeah. I mean, you know, talking to a lot of um, people, uh, you know, in terms of work, it's been uh, quite a journey. Uh, stressful, a lot of anxiety, it's people have um, mm. lost, um, you know, their jobs become redundant um, and the effect on them, you know, with in their mental health, it, it's, you know, it's caused a massive impact. It's, it's, um, it's tough out there at the moment, um, not only for people that are working, but for the people that are stuck indoors, mm. um, they can't get out. I mean, the elderly as well, um, my mum's suffering, you know, my mother-in-law's suffering from being indoors on her own. Um, but for, for the businesses that have, you know, I feel really sorry for the ones that were haven't made it. It's just there's so many. But on the on the flip side of that, there will be new businesses starting up to take new, new routes being sowed. Yeah, and I think it's important as well to um, look at other opportunities because yes, unfortunately, um, your business may have gone down and that's affected you and your family and you know financially every in every aspect. But there is a silver lining under something. So you can recreate yourself. So reinvent what you do. Mm. Or perhaps, you know, 
do something that you haven't thought about doing or wanting to do and you thought you know what this is a great opportunity now to actually do what you wanted to actually do yeah it is um you know i've always thought about starting my own business and and for years i thought about Mm -hmm. it i thought i could do this i quite enjoy what i do um and it's the silver lining of if you can call it silver lining that's you know what i've been through is meant i've started my own business uh, you know and we're actually surviving and going forward um which is a great great thing for me um so it can be done you know if if you're in a position where you you're now not working and you can see something you want to do there are spaces opening up all through the different businesses um to start a new you if it were so yeah and yeah. uh, you know this year as well is probably the perfect time um many people didn't expect us to go into this third lockdown but some of us did um i kind of knew this was going to happen um so mentally i prepared myself but even then when you prepare yourself mentally Mm. it can still knock you back yeah yeah it does you know you have got to think about there is as you say light at the end of the tunnel we've now got the vaccines coming out which hopefully will relax uh, things in a couple of months hopefully um and then we can get back to some sort of normality whatever that normality yeah, might what, the be. new normality <laughs> the new normality i like oh the new norm yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a funny it's you know things change in your life and you just got to roll with them really it's um anything that's really not in your control mm. you can't let get to you really it's um you know you really got to focus on things that are in your control and if starting a new business is something you want to do that's in your control go for it go for it but Mm. also know that there are pressures in that too isn't there it's about knowing how to handle them and i think it's also really important that you're not afraid to ask for help um whether it's a guidance or um asking for advice or even investing in um, somebody to help you i.e create a website or do your marketing for you no that's and it's something that um i found after starting the business that i was quite passionate about going out there and and pushing i pushed hard you know i've done a lot of networking and met a lot of great people and i think i'm one of them right you're one of them you're one of the (laughs) lovely ones yeah and i you know and i think they can see that i I'm doing a lot of work and a lot of passion for my business. Um, and it's amazing the amount of help is out there. Um, people just offer. I mean, even my next-door neighbour who who builds, did help me with the website. So, you know, first off, he looked at it and went, come around, let's have a look at your website and get you going. Um, so, you yeah. know, that was the start of it. And But there's been other people out there that help. You know, they can they push work my way. You get referrals. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a good place to be at the it moment. It is. Mm. Oh, excuse me. Um, but also, I think it's, you have to step out of your comfort zone um, and you have to take action. If, you know, if you're expecting it to come to you, it's not going to come. No. Um, I don't think, you know, you have to make some effort. Yeah, it's what you put in. It, it will come out, you know. It's, um, I think I was chatting to some lady about that and, and the way we think about things um, and what you know there's different versions of the same what goes around comes around what you put in you get out there's different things but you know it does does work if you put a lot of effort in and a lot of work towards something it will you'll shine yes uh, I like that you'll shine mm-hmm. shine shine uh, light not at the on, end of the not tunnel. on the top of my head shine but <laughs> Because I haven't got any hair. Yeah, you've not got any hair, so... <laughs> I shine a lot. So, you know, the light's <laughs> reflecting on there. It's shining. Is it? Am I shining? Yeah, That's you're good. shining. 
I like to shine. <laughs> um, so uh, let me just mention a few um, special uh, awareness days and um, special days that are happening in January or have happened. Um, I know I mentioned this last week, but uh, apparently the 3rd of Jan is the Festival of Sleep Day. So I don't know how many people out there were actually took that day to sleep. So it's um, a well-deserved rest day, apparently, um, because it follows the hectic Christmas and New Year holidays. Someone's just invented it, haven't they? Do you think so? Just so they can have a bit more of a drink and then uh, lay in. Well, it depends how how much uh, partying you did over the Christmas and New Year. You might need a couple of days of recuperation. Didn't do a lot of partying. I did a lot of dancing on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Or with my wife. (laughs) <laughs> and was that a w- online Zoom parties that you were doing? No, we didn't. We didn't uh, manage to get to there. Um, I managed to get my mum into my to come down and see us because she's part of my bubble, um, this so-called bubble. So I mean, she's been stuck indoors for since March. So we thought we'd better get her out for Christmas. <laughs> she says <laughs> a lot of decoration. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, uh, we've just had a tweet in from uh, Intune PR from Darren Wheel saying interesting. Um, you know that i mentioned reinventing yourself um you know again it's about reinventing myself as well for the show and now so thank you for that tweet um he also says the term that lockdown has uh, precipitated is flexing and uh many people keep doing it there you go Big, big words there, Darren. i know he's <laughs> he, he's got great words he's one of he's my superhero okay Yes, because so now I'm picturing Darren in this all-in-one lycra suit with a big S on the front. Yeah, <laughs> you can picture him how you want, but no, he has been um, he has been absolutely wonderful. He's one of my top supporters. Um, you know, supporting my radio show, supporting what I do, but you know, also what he does. He does so much for uh, the Rotary Club as well. He, do, you know, doing the press release, um, supporting people who've become redundant. Uh, lost their jobs just making those connections and um, building this work club that we've got going because I'm part of that as well helping people back into work so I um, actually had my workshop this week um, which was on confidence getting back on your feet Uh, so confidence and mindset so a few people could have a uh, help with that yeah especially if you've lost your job you do kind of tend to lose that confidence in yourself and what's out there yeah, it was, it was something that affected me that we can go over later, but it was, um, I had a bit of a confidence knock and, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, people do need it. I mean, even the younger ones that are coming through could do with a bit of confidence um, building. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, you know, it's not just adults, it's young people. Um, if we think about all the, um, you know, young people in university, that are missing out or coming to the end of their mm. uh, degree or their diplomas but ha- aren't able to finish like they would normally finish and then go into employment, it's, it's going to be tough for them. Yeah. And they need a real confidence boost. They, they need support in their, their mindset, um, encouragement. Certainly do. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my daughter falls into that category. I mean, she's mm. finished her university her three years. Yeah. Um, and now, they, you know, they haven't had the certifications they would get. They haven't had the awards and things like that. So she's all she's had is an email. Um, she's sort of struggling to get going because mm. um, of the lockdown and the companies that are down to a minimum now, they don't require any staff or anything like that in her field. Um, she likes all the uh, animals and things like that. Oh. 
Um, I love her. So, no, she's struggling, and, and it, it does have a bit of a knock on your confidence. So, um, she maybe I'll get along to one of your classes. Great, fantastic. Please do. Uh, you know, I'm there to support anyone. I mean, it's interesting. Um, on the uh, 5th of February, I have um, Kira, who will be joining us. Um, well, not us, joining my radio show. Okay. <laughs> not us. On the 5th, uh, she'll be talking about her experience in university, um, how it's impacted her and the people that she knows in her course and you know she's been actually tweeting about it uh and gained so many followers so it's going to be you know she's already been on the radio of bbc and the radio times wonderful wonderful girl um but you know what she sheds about the impact it has on them is incredible Mm. yeah it's it's quite stressful for them and i I did feel i mean my daughter like say she has to work for what she Gets. she's not one of these that comes naturally to her mm. so she puts a lot of effort in and she did really well i'm really proud of her grade um but in the last the lockdown this last year going through the finishing of her courses um there was a little bit of support that wasn't there there was you know because yeah. they had to go on these zooms and then try and get on so they didn't have the classes and things like that mm. so it made it that much harder and um no but she did really well so very proud of her Absolutely. I, I think we all need to um, be proud of those children because they have got a story to tell mm. and a journey to look back on, which is only going to make them more resilient and move forward Yeah. Um, when they face other challenges. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, speaking about your daughter, um, would you say that she would have had enough sort of well-being support from... Uh, she went through a bit of a tough time herself um, and we had to um, sort of push her into some, some help. Um, it got very very stressful for, for her um, and, and not having that little bit of basic support there made it even harder. harder. Would you so, say universities are implementing the right amount of support for these young people? I think there could be a little bit more out there, Zenet, really. Mm. Um, I wouldn't like to think anyone else going through the same thing that she went through. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they definitely need to put out a little bit more support. Yeah. Understand how the students are feeling and the stresses they're under. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, she's on a road to recovery and she's doing well. So, yeah. again, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is. There is. Um, right, another um, day coming up, uh, the official day for blue monday is the 20th of january so we kind of moan about monday's always been a blue monday but actually the 20th of january is going to be the day when it feels the most depressing day so i think if we know this so i've got something to look forward to yeah you've got something to look forward to absolutely (laughs) so you can actually preempt and say right i know this day's coming up and i'm not going to let it get to me Find no, the tools to... That's fine, yeah. I mean, I have a blue day every day because my uniform's blue. <laughs> my logo's blue. <laughs> but it's a nice blue. It's a nice blue. It's a nice So blue. focus on the nice blues. The nice blues, yes. So the idea about, you know, knowing that it's there, it's about thinking, uh, how are you going to anticipate this day where you feel more motivated, inspired, just feeling good within yourself? Yeah, I think okay. you should wake up and, I don't know, maybe you can do something you haven't done for a while. Hmm. You know, you just kind of um, 
triggered something when you said wake up going back to uh because it's all about workplace mental health this month um do you think people uh i don't like to say the word should but do you think it's a good idea to actually keep that same routine so wake up exactly at the same time if you can uh dress as if you're going to work what's your insight on that though you're not actually going to the office um yeah i mean i've been listening to this um the last few days actually and they were saying that it's quite it's, it's good to get into a routine so you are getting up at your normal work time you are getting dressed if you go into the office because mentally it, it puts you into that mindset of i've got to work and uh, one lady actually leaves her front door that i was listening to she actually leaves the front door walks to the garden and then comes back and comes in through the door but saying that if you're coming back to your door then you're actually coming home so she's probably going and put the feet up but um yeah uh, maybe a little bit too far but uh, yeah so no definitely you, you have to get yourself into um the working mindset and i think getting up at the same time and probably even getting dressed as you were as you would going to work helps helps your mind mm. what would your top tip be if you were to you know i mean i know you still go into work because you've got your own business and you've you know you've got the the, the, the warehouse but um if you were to work from home and you weren't allowed to go to work what would your top, what would you do not your top tip then what would you do to make sure that you're kind of keeping the right mindset feeling good motivated i mean i think you've definitely got to set yourself up in a little office somewhere or an off feel like an office environment um and and one other thing that i would probably recommend is have um zoom calls with your work buddies as well because a lot of it is people are missing the interaction between the staff that they work with or the people they work with so maybe have um put aside an hour we can have a quick chat or even you can le even leave a channel open if you've got a, another pc where you can talk to people just to keep yourself yeah. going um you can then bounce off your ideas as you talk through the day or whatever you're working through um there and then uh, so yeah you know keep the interaction going for the people via I know it's not like a physical connection, but it's still you're seeing someone, it is, yes. and it'll make a difference to your your mindset. Yeah, no, absolutely. But sometimes when you think about it, you know, we're doing an awful lot of Zoom. You know, we're getting this Zoom fatigue, which is actually, you know, there's, it's showing that it's actually happening. Zoom eyes. Zoom eyes. Yes, <laughs> I, I I get a lot of Zoom eyes. Yeah. Um, I don't. I try not to do too much zoom in, too much because I'm on the computer in the daytime anyway. Mm. And to actually get on the computer again, either through the afternoon or in the evening, it's uh, can tire you out. It ties it, ties it, ties it down. No, it does. Um, we've just had a tweet in from Sarah, my Babel monkey. Um, she's saying, uh, "Great listening to your show and hearing all the wonderful things you're doing to support people who've lost their jobs due to COVID." Yeah, that's a lovely tweet. Lovely. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So another awareness day is coming up is the Cervical Cancer Prevention Week, which is the 18th to the 24th. So it's a day to recognize um, how we can support people around us, um, you know, donating, just kind of bringing that awareness about that uh, that's there as well so, so it's an important day that it's one. an important it's, day it's an important thing that the, you uh, ladies should do um and, and go and get checked up um you, you don't want to find anything that you don't want to know but you know yeah. you need to know these things so it, it can be scary <clears> but um so if you know if anyone's going um out there is going through a difficult time do seek support mm -hmm. um talk to loved ones don't 
you know, hand, take care of it by yourself. Yeah, don't keep it to yourself. You, you really need to offload stress like that. And that's with anything. So making sure that uh, we talk about issues, talk about problems. Yeah. Um, sometimes we... I think when we're suffering with things, we tend to keep it in, don't we? Because we have a fear of being judged, um, yep. looking weak. Yeah, I mean, some of the uh, the men who don't like to let on about things <coughs> normally ends up, um, they normally implode and or explode one way or the other. Um, but you really do need to talk about things. It's, it's, uh, it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. It does. Would you say, um, in terms of men's mental health, that it's becoming more aware and that men are slowly trying to are opening up more than they used to, or do you think there's still very much a barrier, a stigma behind that? I think it's improved a little. A little. I think it's still got a long way to go. I think more men are are talking about it, and it's funny, you know, when you're out there and you actually chat to someone and say, "This is, you know." this is my history, this is what I've been through, mm. it's only then that they go, well, actually, you know, I went for a bad patch or I'm suffering a little bit at the moment and things like that, and it's only then when they open up to you. But I think it is, um, there's a lot of encouragement out there at the moment and a lot of focus on mental health, mm. um, and so I think it is pushing it in the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, I mean, for you, I know we're going to listen m more about your story, but would you say initially... Uh, you found it hard to talk about your feelings most yeah most certainly did yeah I, I i kept it all in and what was your reason for keeping it in specifically um i didn't want anyone seeing that i was um failing really on em emotionally or anything like that i mean yeah it was uh that's the only real reason and it is a little bit embarrassing you know in in i think over the many many years men aren't supposed to cry when they're supposed to be quite hard um and not show emotion but I think that is now, um, as I said, slowly turning around that yeah. that men are, you know, we're all human and mm -hmm. we all make mistakes and we're all fallible, you know, fail somewhere and not to take it too hard. Yeah, um, absolutely. Talk to, talk to people. You know, it's funny you talked about, uh, when you mentioned tears, uh, it reminded me of something my younger brother said to me. He said, men should not be afraid to cry because God gave men tear ducks as well as well yeah and it's a good it's, it's a great stress relief it is and it gets it out of your system so it mm. absolutely does right well we're going to go into a break now and i'd like to dedicate this next tune to darren wheel my hero superhero darren. my superhero darren here we go Started out down a dirty road. Started out all alone, and the sun went down as across the hill, and the town lit up.
to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Jobsinkent.com, the quick and simple way to advertise your job vacancies in Kent, with prices from just £99 per job per month. Visit Kent's largest job site, jobsinkent.com. And welcome back, uh, Darren Wheel. I hope you enjoyed that tune. Um, just before we go into Mark's story, we've got a couple of tweets in. Um, Sarah said, 
Mark's story is quite remarkable. Well done for speaking up to dispel the stigma associated with men and mental health. Asking for help is hard, but it could save your life. It could do. It could save many lives. This is why, you know, the whole whole idea of coming on the radio and hopefully saving a few. Yes, yeah, definitely. And uh, a shout-out from Sarah. Yay! Shout-out for the amazing Dazzle at Intune PR. So there we go. <laughs> Thank you for the shout-out, Dazzle. There you go. I love that name, Dazzle. Dazzle. Yeah, I think um, it's sticking. It's full of razzle. Razzle-dazzle. Yeah, wonderful gentleman. Uh, he's saying thanks for the dedication. Tom Petty's learning to fly. Glad to be of any help helping your butterfly to take off. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to make me cry. But that's good. That's good. That's a good feeling. It's a good emotion. You know what? It's it's things like that. It's those kind gestures and words that can be so uplifting. Yeah, and supportive. And supportive. It's, it's not. It's always it's always great to hear some good feedback or some kind words from someone. Yeah. Gives you a bit of an uplift. Yeah, even a smile. Even a simple smile. Simple smile. Right, let me just thank my uh, sponsors, mindberry.com. So uh, they're sponsoring me this month. Uh, they are a platform for mental health and well-being. Also to Imperial Real Estate, Musa Abdul. They do property services and sanitization, the work. So thank you to my sponsors this month. Right, without further ado, Mark, tell us a little bit about your story. So, who you are and, you know, inspire us with your story and how mental health has impacted you. Well, my, my story starts, um, and, and I try to think about, I mean, I, I try to think about when it all started. And I think it really started... Um, a good like 2015 2016 really and I, I didn't realize that until actually he sort of went back and went back on my steps um i used to work for a larger corporate company doing what i do um and i think the my, my the guy that i'd worked for or worked under for 15 years left uh and then it all became a little bit stressful mm. um, with people not knowing what to do above me um, the line managers weren't really sure the new guys that were coming in mm. um, weren't sort of put a lot of work pressure on you to get things done um, we had some really large projects that I was managing uh, that re- really didn't get the support um, from the company but um, it all started to impact and got really stressful and I think the stress just built up and built up um, and it wasn't till mm. um, probably 2016 rolling into 2017 when I had another new line manager Mm. Um, that it really started to impact on my life. I, mm. I started to. Um, Were you not look seeking a s- support elsewhere to help you with the stress levels, or was that something you, s- you d- thought you could handle? Yeah, I didn't really. I don't think I re- realised it. I think that one of the things you d- you've got to try and identify is that you do need help and you do need support. And I was ignoring all the signs that were coming. Mm. Um, I was getting emails every day saying you know we're unsure about your work we do i do this i was getting graded down on on things and it just got um very very stressful um and i started getting a lot of uh thoughts about taking my life and these used to come up a good three or four times a day so i'd be driving driving out on the motorway and i'd think about you know i could just like 
swerve off the road and crash into this concrete pillar mm. and that would be it you know I wouldn't have to feel like this anymore um, and some days I used to just go out of the office and go around to the back where we had like an empty space and have a good cry it just used to get to me on you know and this was getting more and more regular mm. um, but I still didn't seek any help or, or, you know even uh, three three months before my actual probably my actual breakdown um my wife was saying to me you're not right you know there's something wrong your moods have changed um you know you you you, might, you need to get some help but i think getting direction from family you know, people don't really mm. take it um i didn't and it, all it did all i did was snap back at her you know it wasn't her fault she's trying to help and i just got very aggressive um stressed out of the day and then i was getting wound up when i got in and it, it was just a I suppose I was I was falling quite fast, really. How long was all of this going on before you know you got to that point where you you suddenly realised you were snapping and? Yes, as I said, it, it was um, it built up over a couple of years. Um, you, you don't know it's happening; it just gets worse and worse. Um, and if you don't really pay attention to the signs, or someone doesn't say to you, "Oh, your mood your mood changed a little bit," um, then you you end up where I did, unfortunately. Um, mm. And and I think uh, was it Nick on the radio last week? Mm-hmm. Nick Watson. Yeah, yes. a similar sort of scenario. You know, you, you think you hit rock bottom, and you think you can't get any worse, and then you fall off the ledge into the abyss. Um, and it, you know, it got to me uh, one Sunday morning when I sort of woke up, and all I could think about was the a negative that was coming from the company towards me. I just felt like I was being bullied all the time. Um, mm. There was no positivity, uh, and I just and I got into the state. I think that you don't really want to listen to anything else, and all you can hear is is the negativity, and and you actually become numb. But you you know what you got to do. You know to to stop at all of this, you just got to sort of end it, and and everyone would be better off without you. And and that's the only thought that really went round in my head. Mm. Um, so I prepared myself for that, and got up to do something about it. And it was just by chance my wife came back home. And uh, it was only then I really saw mm. a, a bit of a, a breakdown um, and told her how I really felt. And from that moment on, it, you know, the, it, you could feel the weight lifting off your shoulders and managed to talk to someone. Would you say it was, uh, did she say something to you to suddenly make you realise or was it just her walking into the room? I think What was it that it, triggered you? It was, it was her walking into the room, obviously, I think, broke what my thoughts of what my intentions what i wanted to do um and i, I think just just looking at her and she's like well what's wrong mm. then it just all flooded it came flooding out i think and at that point it beca- it starts to become easier if you can talk to someone mm. but you don't really want to get to that position because you you've got to be lucky enough for someone to be there um if you're not then you're going to remove yourself from a lovely world from your family and you, and you don't really understand uh, the implications of at, at that moment in time. You're not really thinking about the implications, um, which is why you hear about so many people that have tried to take their lives, and when they've actually not succeeded, they come out of it thinking, "What the hell did I do that for?" Yes, yeah, so that was going to be uh, one of my questions to you because I've heard about that, and you know, people who have not succeeded suddenly go, "Hang on a minute." why have I done that? Mm. What was the point? They've almost regretted 
not almost they have they regretted have, yeah a lot of people are, they do they do regret doing what they've done um and it's oh today i've just had the experience of you're just numb to everything that's going on at that moment in your life and which is why you push forward and you want to just end it all and you don't want to be here anymore and you think everyone would be better off without you um yeah it's quite thinking about it, it's quite funny uh, frightening um yeah, I still have a few trigger points if I have to back off a bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway. But you're aware of those trigger points. Yeah. 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 So what, do, I mean, unfortunately you've gone through this um, experience and we wouldn't want anyone to go through it. I wouldn't, But what, no. what, what did you personally learn from this? What, and what's your biggest learning from experiencing this? I think... Understanding your own emotions and how you feel, um, and you know you're changing, mm. and talk to someone, unburden whatever's stressing you out. Someone needs to listen. You need to talk to someone. Um, you need to have someone to go to that can actually give you some good advice, mm. or even just talking to someone. If someone that's willing to listen is is always a good thing. And the stress, you, you, you know, you can see someone else's opinion. Maybe it's it's the right thing to do, but just just talking to someone and let them know how you're feeling can have some great uh, positivity in your life. So, And it takes the burden off your shoulders. I mean, we often, you know, say talk to someone, but how do you start to talk to somebody when you're going through that? I mean, from your point of view. I mean, cause it's we, not easy. We all say talk to someone, talk to someone, mm. but it's actually when you're in that position, it's not that easy no, it's not, and it, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do. But you've really got to, you've really got to push yourself to do it. Um, it took that point of what I, where I got to, for me to actually say to my wife, "This is how I'm feeling." And had you shared that kind of connection before, where you would talk to each other about feelings and? No, well, I think I think I mean I think she tried. She tried to get out, see you know, what's going on. You're not, you're not right. Um, mm. She could see I was, I was not right, and not right, and mm. maybe I should talk to someone. But I just completely ignored what she, you know the direction she gave. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people find that they they don't want to talk to someone in the family, but they talk to a, a third party outside mm. the family circles, if it were, and the, you know, they, and they'll take um, direction from that person more than they will a loved one. I just like argued with my wife when she was going, oh, I'm going, no, don't be stupid. <laughs> and it would just cause an argument. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't listen. And I should have done. Yeah. I should have done. Um, in terms of you seeking support and help, would you mind sharing what you did in order to move yourself forward in this recovery? Yeah. I, I mean, after I sort of really... Um, Established, yes, I'm going to go get help. I, I spoke to the wife. I booked myself in with the doctor straight away. Um, and they, t they take you through a, a, a small test when you get there. Um, and they work out whether you're suffering from anxiety, whether you're suffering depression, and what levels you're suffering at. Um, I mean, I, I was suffering with uh, a medium to high depression. Um, and they immediately put me on some uh, medication to try and straighten myself back up. So it's... It, the sort of numbs the uh, it's what levels mm. your, your thinking mm. you don't feel all the emotions you do and I would say to anyone you know don't be afraid of taking the medication um, take it 
and I think you've got to take it for about a minimum of six months to a year um, mm. just to get yourself right because yeah. the cognitive behaviour of your of your brain, mm. it takes that, that long to um, get yourself right again, to yeah. start thinking yeah. right. Um, so I started taking the medication and I, I had some um, counselling. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean... The medication I completely understand. Um, when I, you know, when I suffered from my mental health breakdown, um, I took medication, and it's it really does. It supported me in again lever, leveling the you know the, your thinking, the pattern, keeping you sort of calmer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, it worked really well in that sense. Of obviously, and not as I wasn't at that a mental health state where I was as severe as taking my life. Um, but it, it was, again, it was those changes and that are happening. But there's a lot of, like, a lot of people don't want to take medication. So what would you suggest if people aren't taking the medication alternative ways? I mean, the only alternative ways, and it's something I did, I... Um Obviously, you can speak to people about that sort of thing. There's various people mind and, and people like that that can you can chat to mm. um, that can try and help you uh, understand what's going on. Um, and you can try... You, you're reading your books. I've read a couple of really good books, um, and it was uh, one book I took away with me. Um, mm. As soon as I was sort of diagnosed with depression, my wife booked us in for a holiday to get me out of the um, situation I was in. And that's always a good thing, yes. is, is whatever's causing the stress um, is to move away from that. Yeah. Remove um, yourself completely from Completely. That so she took me away on holiday. And while we were going through the airport, I saw this book, um, uh, Mind Power, um, and I thought I'd read it. And it's very uh, similar to The Chimp Paradox, which I've also read. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understood the, I think it's James Borg, I think the guy that wrote it. Um, What's it called? Uh, Mind Power. Yeah, Mind Power by James Borg. Um, and I understood that one better than the probably The Chimp Paradox. Which they're both really good books to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically tells you how your mind works and what parts of your mind are um, affected by your moods and how to sort of control them a little bit more, um, how to stop thinking of negative negative thoughts and turn them into a positive thought, mm. um, which which really helped me. And, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't read a book in years. <laughs> um, and I read that one within about four, four four days of the holiday, and got that done, and uh, and I started to turn myself around from that point. Right. So it's that's a really good um, way of helping yourself. And you know, I mean, I haven't read uh, Mind Power, but uh, the Chimps Paradox books like that, self help books, are amazing. I mean, it's I think they're great books to read even if you don't have poor mental health because it's all about self-development, self-awareness, just making yeah. you a better person to to think differently. It does. It prevents you from getting as low as I did. Mm. Um, if you can understand how your mind works and how, how to um, manage your thoughts instead of your thoughts managing you, is, is a good thing. So any self-help books like that is, is the bonus to read. It's good. Mm-hmm. So, um, just kind of going back to the resources, um, you know, g- going to the GP first thing, first step. Would first, you say talk, yep. uh, speak to someone? What else would you recommend? Or oh, what was your next step in your journey of recovery? Um, I 
after speaking to the doctor, I got the tablets that he he put me on. Um, then I was, and then I took, say I took myself out. I signed myself off off work. I took myself out of that situation again, um, and I spent a lot of time over at my brother's place, basically walking the dogs, taking you know taking in some air. Um, and I was with someone. Uh, they didn't. No one wanted to leave me on my own after what happened mm. or the way I was feeling. Um, so someone was with me. Um, my wife had to go to work, obviously, so I could go. I just stood with, when I'm sat with my brother. So I was in company. And I think that helps, having a good company around. Yeah. That helped me. Um, on from that, I, I focused on starting my own company, really. Uh, it gave me it gave me a, a, a sort of a positive focus, um, something mm-hmm. to occupy my mind, so I wasn't thinking about things I shouldn't be. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that's... And was that something that you always wanted to do, start your own business? Yeah, I've always wanted to, say, I've always wanted to do it. I've, you know, years back, I should have done it earlier. I should have yeah. just gone and done it. So that um, was like a good thing for you. So, yeah, it was, it was uh, a push in the right direction, I suppose, if you look at it like that. It was something I wanted to do, and I thought, well, I can... I can supply a better service and be a better company than most um, that I've worked with. So that's what I did, started my own company. Um, and, and that took up a, quite a lot of my, my my time and my thoughts in putting how do we proceed. I mean, my brother had it sort of um, a little uh, a little corner where he tried and started a records management company previously. So he had, did have a, uh, you know, a couple of customers in there, mm. um, but he had to focus on his main company. So I sort of took it over and started to build it up from what he had. So, Fantastic. Yeah. So that's uh, and I'm sort of where I am today. Really, it's um, it's it's been really good. And, <clears throat> gosh, <clears throat> would you say? Um, or what would you say is the biggest tool that you still use to help you move forward if you have your dips? Because you know you mentioned that there are days when you kind of have a little bit of dip or a negative thought you get you get those feelings so what is it that you do to avoid you going kind of even more into that negative thought there are a couple of things i do um and i must admit for the last month i haven't done one of them and i do like to get into a bit of training um exercise is a really good method of clearing the um stressful endorphins out of your blood Mm -hmm. um and Taking it out on a punch bag is a good thing, you know. It's it's it gets gets you up your blood gets pumping. Um, as I said, it, it clears all those stresses out of your your body. But also having a a memory, um, a happy memory, one that means something to you. Um, that if you do ever find that you're in a very negative um, place, is to go back and think of that the happy place. Yeah. Um, and bring yourself out of it. Um, that's something I use with a lot, a lot with my own clients. Um, is think, having them think of a really happy memory that can take you back there. Yeah. So, and that that gets you through quite a lot of the dips, mm. um, or just have a good cry. Or have a good cry. Use yeah. those tear ducts. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, any other tools? So. Um. I mean, you can rely on people. You know, if you've got some good people you want to talk to about something that you're suffering with, um, it's, I know Nick mentioned having sort of um, five people. I don't, you know, I've got a couple of people that I can go to mm-hmm. now, and I, and I will talk to my wife as well now. 
So I know that's quite important because yeah. she needs to understand how I'm feeling and, we, you know, helps in every aspect. So, Yeah, and um, would you say that's also changed the dynamics of the relationship more to be more positive, of course, you know, the, the communications have changed and the feelings. Yeah, I like to think so. I like to think so. Um, I, you know, I can sort of talk about anything now, really. And I like to think the communication is better now than it was running up to the, the, the breakdown, sort of back to how we used to be. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think so. I mean, I've got some good friends as well. I've got a, a nice uh, one of my my, my um, friends. He actually does like, the mental health stuff as well, so he's uh, quite good to talk to. Absolutely. <laughs> like <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like myself. You're buttering me up now. Uh, okay, so uh, we're slowly coming towards an end, but... Uh, you talked about uh, the Mind Power book. Mm-hmm. Is there any people, so that book's inspired you to create positive change. Are there any people that have inspired you in your journey or helped you make a change? I know you mentioned your wife, of course, because she's number one there. She was there that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other levels where they've just motivated you or giving you that aha moment um if i want to look back at someone that's done something pretty good in their life i always look at my brother um and how he's achieved with his business um i mean he's been running his business now for about 12 years um and he started from scratch and you know and i'm proud of what he's done and it gives me a aspiration to do what i'm doing Mm. and keep me going um yeah so he's one of them um, and I, I just want to be here now for my family, my daughter, um, you know, and be there to support them. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, I can do that. Great. Now, if you were to think of one thing you wish you had known way back then, what would that have been? Uh, the one thing I always, you know, I do recommend is talking to someone, is, is having someone to tell to tell you or to tell them how you're feeling and understand really understand yourself mm. i don't think a lot of people where they ignore their emotions and how they're feeling um i should have really noticed the fact that i was being quite grumpy and quite argumentative and i was crying quite a lot in in secret around the back of the building um yeah to have, to have someone to support you that'd be that's, that's good chat to someone you do talk it's a good thing talking yeah and it's about also finding the right person to talk to yeah Um, because i often hear all you want is to be listened and heard yeah to be Uh, heard even to get someone else's opinion is you know is a good thing it might not be i mean i i can listen but some some of my some of my um direction probably isn't I'm not good at giving direction to people where, where they need to go, what they need to do. Mm. I mean, but uh, I definitely listen. I'm, I'm, I like to listen. Good You're listener. a good listener. Good listener. Yeah, and that's important. <laughs> yeah. And that's really important. Um, so, no, thank you, Mark. Um, you know, an absolute inspirational story. Um, I'm sure you've connected with many of the listeners out there that... Um, know someone or someone is going through a tough mm. time so reach out to them yeah if you notice and that their mood's changed or anything's changing about them um ask them are you okay it's just simple as that yeah are you okay how are you doing yeah 
it can make a difference. But ask the question and mean it and actually look at the person if you can. Um, because sometimes a person can say, yeah, I'm okay, but actually their body language is not in coherence with what they're saying. No, no, and you can see the, the change in them as well. So yep. it's uh, yeah, definitely not just, oh, you're okay, and walk off. And walk off. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So please, please, please do reach out. Um, there are lots of, su- there's a lot of support out there. Um, you know, there's the CALM, which is the campaign against uh, living miserably. Um, you know, that's a hotline that you can ring 0800 585858. There's the Good Samaritans, um, that's, which can be um, called 116123. There's the SOS Suicide of Silence hotline, that's 0300 1020505. There's the Shout Out Crisis um, text line, so text shout out to 85258. And of course, there's also the hotline for Young Minds Crisis, which is um, for people under 19. So texting YM85258. So please, please do seek support. Reach out to someone. It is fundamental, especially now during the crisis that we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, levels of suicide um, is on the increase. Let's just reach out and be aware of this. Yeah, definitely. Show your support to someone if they're in the house on their own, yeah. knocking their door and just say, how are you doing? How you doing? Keep the social distance. But yeah. You can still check can still on check. people. Yeah. Once again, thank you for listening to uh, my second show of 2020. Uh, the catch-up can be found on channelradio.co.uk forward slash to um, Mindset Matters. You can also catch up on my website, Follow the link Radio Mindset Matters and it will take you to my podcast. I would like to thank my sponsors, Mindberry and the Imperial Real Estate Group for sponsoring the show this month. Thank you to all those who have um, tweeted in their shout outs and comments. So thank you very much. Much appreciated. We'll be back here the same time, the same place uh, next Friday. Um, I don't know. If you, is there any last words you would like to say, Mark? Um, well, obviously, thank you for having me today. <laughs> but please My do pleasure. look after yourselves, stay safe, and just check on those people that are on their own every now and again just to make sure they're okay. And there we have it. Thank you. Thank you. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and wellbeing horizons with Zenat Nurani on Channel 2 Radio. I can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying, gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another. 
I'm always gonna 